This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back for another video. As Gaming One draws to a close, let's recap the weekend and some takeaways from the first FPL game week. So first up, Tottenham, a continuation from what we saw in pre-season. Very leaky defensively, but looked dangerous in attack. Not a bad start to life without Kane, two all draw against Brentford away. Madison looks like the best of the Spurs mids, on set pieces, which was how his first assist came, and he's on corners. Two assists, two bonus and seven and a half milli cost. Richarlison also looked pretty lively, good pick for seven mil and a bit more of a differential. Sun on the other hand is in a void. He did have a couple of chances, but he didn't give us any reason to look at him for nine mil over having the other two. And he was brought off early for Perisic. João Pedro delivered on the hope he'd given us in pre-season. In the debate, it's one of the best value players in the game at the moment at five and a half mil. On penalty duties for Brighton even. There were some concerns that Milner could take them given his excellent record and he did start for Brighton but it was Pedro who's confirmed on them. He missed a big chance earlier in the game as well so he could have had two goals. Esther Pinha was fantastic as well, also delivered on the hype. Despite an early booking he ended up getting an assist and finishing on three bonus. Kabore, excellent pick for 4 mil from that same match, loads of attacking potential and he handled himself well considering he was thrown in the deep end up against Mitoma. Lots of 4 mil defenders played in Gemi 1, Van Heck for Brighton, Aldaco and Bayer for Burnley, and Bell played 90 as well. Bulldog also played 90, though he may have an injury, something to monitor. It's certainly not worth wasting a transfer on these guys right now, but in a few weeks perhaps they could come in handy as part of a combination transfer if you do keep two transfers banked. If you can, I would look to roll a transfer in Gemi 2. As far as the 4.5 mil forwards, Asula was the only one to get a start, one to keep an eye on as well. Mubama not used by Moyes at all in the West Ham game. Semenya came off the bench with Bournemouth for a 15 minute cameo and he got an assist. Archer didn't play at all. Another takeaway is Newcastle are going to be lethal again this season, scoring the most goals in the weekend but in 5 past Villa. Villa did do them some favours playing a really high line but Barnes and Tonali had fantastic debuts both finding the back of the net. We could see lots of subs this season by Newcastle given the depth on their bench. Isaac versus Wilson is going to be a massive headache for Hal going forward. It was Isaac that started, Wilson was on the bench and it was Barnes in left wing. Isaac did come off at 68 minutes for Wilson but by that point he'd scored twice. Eze next them, very unlucky if you own him, created 7 chances and he racked up an XJ of 1.09. Other than that, the other 6.5 mil mids all delivered, Mitomba with an assist, Mbumo scored from the penalty spot, March scored, Diaby scored and Barnes scored twice, we're sport for choice right now with the 6.5 mil mids. You often get players that impress in pre-season and then disappoint gimmick 1, but they're all off to a good start. Everton were solid defensively as expected but they did concede the once to Fulham and once they conceded the game did open up. Elsewhere among the 4.5 mil goalkeepers, Leno scored a 12 pointer, kept a clean sheet, 9 saves and 3 bonus that match. Topping the league last season among all keepers for expected goals prevented, Johnston the only other 4.5 mil goalkeeper to keep a clean sheet. Alvarez needs a mention as well, started for Man City and he picked up an assist for Haaland's second, 6.5 mil. Unfortunately De Bruyne was taken off injured in the first half, could be out for a while. This does however improve Alvarez's expected minutes moving forward. Depending on the duration of De Bruyne's injury, he could be the perfect replacement for João Pedro when Brighton's fixtures turn in a couple of weeks. 
Arsenal's unpredictable lineup surprised everyone. Gabriel started 73 consecutive games before game week one for Arsenal, and he played more preseason minutes than any Arsenal player, but he was the makeway in favour of Nketiah against Forest. Arsenal didn't register a big chance. They did control large parts of the game though. These were Arteta's post-match remarks. You could interpret these as pretty encouraging for Gabriel's minutes looking forward. Forest play a really low block. They're one of few teams to do so, so the decision to bench Gabriel might have been a one-off to counter that. If you've got him, I'd keep hold. I'd expect him to start in game week two against Palace. Salah is inevitable. Just the assist this time round though, and a goal ruled offside. His seventh consecutive season without blanking in game week one. Salah's always scored in game week one for Liverpool, so that streak did end, and he was subbed off at the 76th minute. Unreal consistency, and game week two is going to be a fixture to hide behind the sofa when they're up against Bournemouth at home. Iriola has worked wonders before, but it's a very tall ask to stop this Liverpool side from scoring. Well done to any of you that did go with Salah into Gemic 1. He was the template breaker, and he was always a great pick. Goes without saying, but if you did go into Gemic 1 without Salah, you've made your bed and have to lie on it. Don't chop your team up to bring him in now. Unless you're a De Bruyne owner and you've got the funds to make that switch. Perhaps even worth it for a minus 4 given De Bruyne's injury and Salah's captaincy potential. Despite Haaland's brace, if I had Salah and Haaland, I would be captain in Salah in Gemic 2. We saw the stoppage time changes in full force, an absolute ton of additional stoppage across the board compared to last season already, some games of 10 plus minutes stoppage. In fact, Brentford vs Tottenham had 11 minutes stoppage shown in the first half. It's a massive change and something to keep an eye on. The only clean sheets we've had so far are Man City, Crystal Palace and Fulham. However, we have had loads of goals scored, which is probably a consequence of the extra time. One game week is obviously a very small sample size, but perhaps this will be an ongoing trend and less reason to spend money on premium defenders and goalkeepers and load up in midfield and attack. And perhaps prioritise those players that get the full game often like Watkins, Fernandez, Saka and Bumbo etc. One thing you might have missed as well is I launched my website, a really simple URL, it's just fpl.page. It's completely free and I only lose money on hosting it, out of pure love for the game. It's got tons of useful FPL information, like live bonus points, top 10k captaincy and effective ownership, top transfers, injuries, expected data. You can even view the FPL teams of Premier League players. For example, Madison interestingly had Richarlison in his team, Still owned himself in his team but benched himself for Edison, and Ramsdale owned himself and started himself. There's loads of them playing this season, actually more than ever, so it's going to be a really fun widget to follow. Make sure you bookmark the website, fpl.page. There's loads planned for it as well, so look out for even more improvements over the season. This is how I'm looking for Game Week 2 then. Turner did alright against Arsenal, and he's going to come into the team for Game Week 2 as planned. Ariola, by the way, the other 4 mil goalkeeper, did get the start for West Ham on the weekend. Sheffield United at home. Chilwell punished not starting him against Liverpool. He was very lively and he got the assist for Dezassi's debut goal. He scored as well in the first half, which was chalked for offside, so he's in for the West Ham game next Sunday. Current plan is to roll the transfer. I ended up taking 1.5 mil into Game Week 1 after going for Jao Pedro after Jackson or Watkins. So far so good in that sense, with Jackson blanking and just an assist from Watkins. It almost feels wrong having so much in the bank, but there was nowhere to spend it on an upgrade. Looking further afield then, there's already several players that I've got an eye on. As a potential Jao Pedro replacement in a couple of weeks, I think either Jackson or Alvarez make the most sense. I watched Chelsea vs Liverpool and Jackson played really well I thought. He did get a silly yellow for descent, but there's clear potential there. Their fixture run from Gemic 2 looks really good, too good not to jump on an attack, and he is the best attacker in their team. Sterling was disappointing overall, and Mudrick was benched, though I do expect he'll be a starter from Gemic 2. Chukwemeka started against Liverpool and he's only 4.5mm, he's an interesting one to monitor. 
James did go off early, unclear if that one was an injury or otherwise, and Gusto came on his 4 mil. There's definite potential in the double up in defence, if not James then probably Carwell for 4.5 mil, or if James does get an injury then Gusto is a no brainer for 4 mil. This earlier in the season we've got the least amount of knowledge and it's all about soaking up as much as possible. The other thing that I'm mindful of is Mitoma, who might be a potential transfer out, maybe in Gemic 4 when they've got a couple of tougher fixtures. By this point we should have a clearer picture whether another 6.5 mil mid's the answer, or maybe move up to Richarlison or Madison perhaps. Let me know in the comments if there's anyone else you're looking at in your teams. At the time of recording, Man United vs Wolves left to play on Monday, which is the last one of Gemic 1. Good luck to all of you if you've got anyone involved in that game. Lots of great FPL content coming this week ahead, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.